You're now tuned into Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. One thing that I learned about this game is that you can't skip the grind. You know what I mean? There's no off-seasons. There's no days on. You can't skip leg day. You can't skip arms. You can't skip chest. No off-season. It's no season. We taking off 3D. It's Hills and Drake. We cut from a different cloth. Them other podcasts, they clearly be taking shorts. We got it all covered. I'm talking music and sports. Crushing competitors, this not your regular Late to 10 on Friday night, there's nothing out there sounding better, bruh So take a seat, we kicking ass and taking names Download the app for bars and hoops, we taking over the game You're now tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio Where the world of hip-hop and sports live What up, what up, what up, y'all? Stills the Great, 3D, DJ J.O.J., no off season. Yes, sir. Every Friday, 8 to 10. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Your boys is back at it again. Fellas. Back in the building. Shout out to DJ JLJ. Shout out to 3D, man. Word up, man. Gentlemen, another show. We got a lot to talk about today, man. You know, I know 3 can't wait to talk this NBA talk. He was getting on us last week talking about <laughs> hottest team in the NBA. <laughs> I think this is the hottest team in the NBA. They said it on ESPN, but hey, man, right now we, we you know, we cooling off a little bit, but we're going to get to that, man. We're going to talk a little bit of NBA, man. We definitely going to talk some hip hop, and it is Women's History Month, man. You know what I'm saying? The last time we had a Women's History Month show, Jay, we had some great business owner entrepreneurs on the show. We had Green there, Luxury, right? huh? Was I, here? I was here. I yeah, you was here. Yeah, we yeah. had Green Luxury on, man. You know, Green Luxury is that company that, uh, Ride every round that everybody around that Ben Sprinter. Oh, yeah, they yeah. give you the green right. roses and all that. So we had them on the show last year, man. But without any further ado, man, fellas, man, how was your week? And how, what's your weekend looking like, man? Three, start with you. Oh man, week was hectic, man. But again, we here made it to another another show, which you mean that we got through the week. Um, I'm not one to complain. It was a tough week, but you know what I mean. That, that's what it is, man. I'm. I'm Looking forward to um just chilling out this week, hitting the reset button, getting some relaxation. That's about it. Word up, election relaxation. Peace, almighty. J.O.J., man. Talk about it, man. You you, you know, I know your weekend was lit last week, Jay. What's it's, this weekend looking like? How was your week? It's going to be lit this week, man. Uh oh. You know, it's a regular life, man. Ups and downs. <laughs> you know, but it's how you take it, man. It's how you take it. You know, when you're going through your ups, you got to stay with your ups. When you're going through your downs, you got to still stay up you know what i'm saying because that energy could transfer into negative energy you don't want that in your life you know what i mean Peace otherwise than that i got a call today and um yeah Get i got back. a party to do tomorrow oh shout out i'll be in the bronx i mean not in the bronx, bronx. I'm in i'll be in manhattan tomorrow check you in out, broadway Jay. you know what i'm saying on broadway turn it up dj shannon shout out to him he called me up he said you need the help so i got him you know what i mean shout out to Jay. down you know, I'm the substitute DJ. You know what I'm saying? Just pass me the pass me the mixer and it's on. You know what I mean? That's how it goes down, man. Word up. Uh, shout out to JLJ King. Staying busy. Stay it ain't busy, even man. summertime yet. That's what I'm saying, yo. And it's like, yo, I was like, yo, I'm gonna have a nice, cool weekend. And then I get a call, but I'm not gonna turn down money. Hell I never no. turn down money. You Who know does what I mean? That? Nah, no way does that. You know what I mean? But but still, how was your week, man? Your I mean, man, listen, man. man. My week was smooth, man. Shout out to my, you know, when I be on my Clark Kent shit, I be on my Clark Kent shit, man. We had a major victory this year, man. We got a new contract. You know what I'm saying? We about to get an 18% raise increase across the board 
for the next three years. Wow. They ain't touching no benefits. They ain't touching the pension. So life is good, man. Life is excellent, actually, man. You know what I'm saying? So I can't complain. You know what I mean? So on that front, everything is all good. And, and shout out to Tips, man. My brother Tips, he came through today, man. He might have plugged us in with an ultimate plug. You know what I'm saying? He might be helping bring a new show to the station, a panel of doctors. Tip or do? Tip or do. Okay. Came through for your boy. Right. I mean, he put me on the phone with the doctor and all that today. Like, yeah, you know, we're looking to do a show. It's a panel of doctors. We want to talk about people coming forth, bringing their troops. I said, wow, okay, well, we got the place for you. You know what I mean? We got the setup. We got the cameras. We got everything. You want to do that? You want to go live on air? Whatever you want to do, we can do it here. So, yeah. shout out to Tips, man. That might be a plug for the station, man. Might be a good summer this summer. You know what I'm saying? But stay tuned to that, man. But other than that, man, the week was great. Had my little man with me today, man, running around. He's getting big. I saw his pictures oh, on Facebook. Man. Oh, Lord. He, he's, he's getting, getting tall, big, man. Yeah, he's he definitely getting tall. He's going to be a tall guy. But he chose football. <laughs> hey, man, it happens. <laughs> Yo, he chose football, man. We go in the Nike store. Y'all done put tons of basketballs in his face. He gave him hoops and all that. Put the hoop. I even tried to train him early when he couldn't even walk yet. He'd get up in his stroller and his in his crib and the hoop is over his head and he tore the thing down. He ain't never go back to it. I put a football in front of him. Football, (laughs) football. Yeah. He, he held it probably in anything. I'm like, man, yeah, I don't know if my heart could take football, man. You know what I'm saying? But Hey man, he chose something. Yeah. And he chose one of the masculine sports out of all masculine <laughs> sports. Word. So I'm good on that end. <laughs> you got a rough ride. I got a rough ride out there. You know what I mean? So, hey, man, he don't know what it entails yet. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. You know, he might be like, <laughs> but, hey, hey, I thought this was something totally different. I'm good. I'm telling you, he's good on that, this. that practice and that one hit, that one first hit. He's going to be like, Dad, where that basketball at? <laughs> 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 yeah, and that's my biggest fear, man, is that. You know what I mean? But other than that, man, the week was great, man. I'm looking forward to another good show today, man. We got a lot to talk about, man. And it's always interesting, man. You know, first and foremost, before we even get into the show, man, rest in peace to the great Notorious B.I.G., man. Yeah, you rest know, in peace. March 9th, the greatest rapper of all time died. You know what I'm saying? For real. Well, I don't know. Is that a... Is that a cliche statement or is that facts, three? Not for me, because that you know, big is my favorite rapper. Talk ever. about it. So it's not a cliche statement for me. You know what I mean? So I, I love the bar like that. That bar, you know, cannabis. I think it cemented him. You know what I mean? Like that's a bar that is gonna live forever. Cemented who? Cannabis. Cannabis is the one that said it. You oh know yeah. What I mean, the yes. greatest rapper of all time died on March night. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He's the one that told me what beef is. You know what I mean? So. That that cemented him because that phrase is gonna live forever. You know what I mean? After he said it, that kind of cemented it, and a lot of people started saying it afterwards. That's a whole fact. That's a whole fact. What you think about that, Jay? I think the RZA from Wu Tang said it the best. You know what I'm saying? Like you got MCs and you got rappers, and Big is one of the greatest rappers. You know what I'm saying? He might not be the greatest MC, but he's definitely one of the greatest rappers out there because you can come off the boat. Learn English and you be singing the next Biggie song. Like, I'll always love Big Papa. You know what I mean? Sure. And we're going to come back to that statement later because you said you got MCs 
and you got rappers. But we're going to get to that in our hip-hop part All right. of the show, because we got a lot to talk about with that, man. You know, okay. Melly Mel out here making way, oh, yeah. a.k.a. Muscle Simmons. <laughs> Your man is funny, too, man. We're going to get to that, though. But, you know, I wanted to open up the show, man, with a little dedication to, you know, um, Women's Month, Women's History Month. And we're going to do a little something for, you know, the women of hip-hop. And, um, you know, I wanted to start off by giving the women that paved the way for a lot of these female MCs to date to have the platform that they have, man. You know what I'm saying? I put together, like, a quick list, man, of, like, five MCs, man. I guess I guess you can call it my, route, my Mount Rushmore. Plus but, one. Huh? Your Mount Rushmore plus one. Plus one. Plus I mean, we're going we to talk about it. So, all right, so I'm going to just run it off without any further ado. So the five females that I picked that I felt was very instrumental in the game today um, that made, you know, put a stamp on where they're from and just rap in general, man. So I'm going to run down the five female MCs that I got. So, and this is in no particular order, right? Copy. So MC Light, you know, better known as, well, her, her name is Lana Michelle Mora, better known as her stage name, MC Light, is considered one of the pioneers of female rap. MC Light first gained fame in the late 80s, becoming the first solo female rapper to release a full album with 1998's critically acclaimed Light as a Rock. She released a total of eight solo studio albums and is still relevant to this day. Now, before I move forward, do you believe that Light was instrumental in the game? Absolutely. I mean, just being one of the first female solo artists, you know Facts. what I mean, and release a body of work. I mean, I think the thing about Light is that her voice, her voice is oh. unique. Like, as soon as you hear Light, you know it's Light. Facts. It's a whole fact. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, Light, Light, MC Light is legendary. I had the opportunity fact. to meet her some years back. You know what I'm Word. saying? Even, yeah, being in the studio with her. For over a few days, you know what I mean. Word. Very cool, very down to earth, man. So yeah, Light is a trailblazer, and I think that all female MCs respect it because you know you could go back and listen to it, and like the, her voice is just unique. Yeah, her voice is definitely you still, unique. You still got a number? <laughs> nah, nah, I, yeah. I never, never, <laughs> never had a number. Uh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> never had the nah, number. I never had the number. She just get you know, thirsty she, a little. Thirsty in the studio, okay. you know, coming through. That's it in L.A. Man. Oh yeah, very boy, cool. in LA. Yeah, okay, boy. Shout cool. out to three. Cool. <laughs> you hear Jay? You hear him? You hear three? You hear Jay? He's smooth. He's smooth. He's smooth. He's smooth. He's smooth. He's smooth. In LA, now light was bad too. Word up. Yeah. I ain't gonna hold you, but we ain't gonna do that. I'm gonna keep it respectable today. <laughs> Next on the list, Queen Latifah, born Dana Elena Owens in 1989. At the age of 19, Latifah released her debut album, All Hail the Queen. Featuring the hit single Ladies First, her second album, Nature of Sister, in 1991, was produced by Tommy Boy Records. Her third album, Black Rain, in 1993, became the first album by a solo female rapper to receive a gold certification from the Recording Industry Association of America. Latifah has received various accolades, including a Grammy Award, an Emmy Award, a Golden Globe Award, three Screen Actors Guilds, two NAACP Image Awards, 
and has been nominated for an American Award. And in 2006, she became the first hip-hop artist to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Not the first female hip-hop artist, the first hip-hop artist to really receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And three, I know you had a relationship with Latifah too, not like a personal relationship, but business relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know um, I mean? Dana's mad cool, man. Like, um, like I said, like she's a trailblazer as well. I, I commend her for her and her business partner, Shaquem, thinking, at, thinking ahead and seeing what, you know what I mean? Knowing that it wasn't just about the music business, that they saw the need for her to go into other things. And, you know, she was one of the first that really flourished in Hollywood as far as, you know, rappers turned actors. And, you know what I mean? She did a, she did a great job. And then they also pivot again when they remember she had her own talk show. That's exactly how I met her. The Queen Latifah. You forgot show. about that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that was popping. That's how that's how I met her. And a friend of mine was working for her street team. So I just happened to be with him one day and she came out and she got on she got in a van. It was like on a break. She was drinking some water. She was like, put some music on. So at that time, you know, I got my little company. We doing music. Put put my shit in. Shit that we've been doing. So <laughs> long story short, she was like, yo, I love this shit. They wanted to have a meeting, played them what, what we had going on. And you know what I mean? A week later, we had a joint venture with her and her partners. Wow. 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 Shout out to Marcy Brando on the check-in. We see you. That's crazy. Yeah. Yo, that's a hell of a story, though. Yeah. She just jumped in the vans, like, play some music. Yeah, like, and you just happened to be ready. Yeah, put some music on. Hmm. Shout out to three, man. <laughs> Shout out to ready for Be ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, now, nah, but now, honestly... That's how you got to be. When you yeah. know you're in certain environments, you got to stay ready because you yeah. never know when that opportunity is going to present itself. No doubt. You never know who's going to walk through that door. You never know who you're going to be in the presence of. So you got to stay ready, especially if your aspirations is to be there. You know what I mean? So salute to you for that. That's crazy. Word. Third on my list, Lauren Hill, a.k.a. Lauren Noel Hill. Lauren is often regarded as one of the greatest rappers of all time, as well as one of the first, one of the most influential musicians in her generation. Lauren is credited for breaking barriers for female rappers, popularizing melodic rap, and for bringing hip hop and neo soul to popular music. You know, she's known for being the front woman of the Fugees and for her 1998 solo debut album. The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Classic. Which became one of the best-selling albums of all time. Lauryn has won many accolades, including eight Grammy Awards for the mo and, and the most for a fe which is the most for a female rapper to this day. Now. If, if, hold on. If I'm not mistaken, didn't that album just do something? Uh, diamond? It just went Diamond. Yeah, Diamond. Okay. Absolutely. Yo, and it's crazy because, yo, that's, yo, she just put out one album. I, that's the crazy part about that. Yeah, I mean, just like you said, you just put out one album, and and it's a shame she didn't put out nothing else, man. Like, cause it was highly anticipated. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, that's it. I don't. But so that she, she was get on. Those? Uh, she was on other stuff, but that was like nah, only, her only. No, no, album. no. She was on other other people's music and like Fruit. features. Yeah, but that was her only solo project you know what i mean and i think because it was so good and because the way it took off 
And you know what I mean? We don't know where she was at at that point in her life. But like I said, I had a, uh, uh, actually a conversation arguing about this album, why I have it. Actually, when we did the uh, albums from that year. Absolutely. I think that that one stood the test of time because look look where it's at now. Like a lot a lot of it came out of it. Like the melodic shit. I don't think it's no Ja Rule without no Lauren. I don't think, I think she's Drake before Drake. Before Drake? Yeah, she Drake. Uh, to me, Drake is what Lauren Hill is, but a male because... She'll get up there and go and, and tear it down ramen, and then she could go in there and give you a harmonized, melodic R&B record. You know what I mean? So mm. I think it's kind of the same thing. Whereas Drake just kept going. I think if Lauren would have kept doing that, she could have been easy, very easily jump in and out of both bags. That's a fact. Very easily. Because That's when it fact. was time to spit, she would, she would spit. <laughs> and she was chopping dudes up. Yeah. For real. She it's was chopping dudes up. funny how money changes situations. Just that, just that bar right there, because money definitely ch does change situations, and it changed the whole <laughs> Fuji situation. And I think that's why she ended up leaving the group, if I'm not mistaken, because they only did one album together, right? The score. So, she must have had a plan to just. Now, I mean, I think it got messy because her and homie was dealing with each other. That so too. That's always tough when you, you know. You working and you know you working <laughs> behind the scenes as well. You know what I mean. So, <laughs> that should always that should always get messy. I, I don't think we have the food. As dope as Clef is, I don't think we have the Fuji's being what they were without Lauren in pocket. She she was like the cheat code. That's a whole fact because I ain't going front. And this is no disrespect to you, Y Clef. A lot of his albums by itself was. Chipper, chipper, chipper. <laughs> trash, trash, trailer park, trash. You know what I'm saying? Now, and, and it's no disrespect to him, man. And that, he got a lot of things under his belt as far as production credits and stuff like that. He's been a part of some big records. I know he got a lot of accolades too. But, but I, I think, I think that, I think that that was more, more so than being an MC. I think that was his gift. Production. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean, being able to hear what should come from this person, being able to play few instruments being mm -hmm. able so i think that was his gift and i think he kind of knew that yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. so I, I think he kind of knew that he wasn't he they knew lauren was the star that's a fact you know what i'm saying she carried them yeah facts shout out to lauren hill man she's still touring off that one album still doing it all shout out to jay boogie man for real and he said Nas dropped the lost tape tonight and we getting lost stories <laughs> okay i'm gonna check that out man you know about that three Nas nah. dropped something tonight. Shout out to Jay Boogie. I'm gonna definitely look into that too, man. Word up, man, for real. So, what's we at? Number one, two, three, fourth on my list. Missy Elliott, Melissa Arnett Elliott, better known as Missy Elliott. Missy started her music career with an R&B group called Sister in the early mid early to mid '90s, and later became a member of the Swing Mob collective along with childhood friend and longtime collaborator Timberland with whom she worked on projects for American R&B acts like Aaliyah 702 Total and SWV and now that I think back and I'm reading off of that she was on all of their joints SWV oh yeah she was on all of them she got a lot of hits too don't hits. get it twisted Facts. Was she producing too? Yeah. She was producing, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Producing yeah. and writing. Yeah. Facts. And writing. Yeah. Facts yeah. too. Writing. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. She you did a mean? lot. A whole a lot. Whole Before lot. she even came out, she she wrote a lot of yeah. a lot of stuff yeah, for other artists go. or whatever. Yeah. 
Absolutely. She launched her solo career in 1997 with her debut album, Super Duper Fly, which spawned the top 20 single, Sock It To Me, and the album debuted at the number three slot on Billboard's 200, the highest charting album for a female rapper at that time. And y'all know who the last one is, right? Nah, who? Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. Kimberly Denise Jones, better known as her stage name, Little Kim, was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York City, where she lived much of her adolescent life on the streets after being kicked out of her home by her parents. In 1994, Little Kim was discovered by fellow rapper, and rest in peace to the notorious B.I.G., who invited her to join his group, the Junior Mafia, and their debut album became The Conspiracy, was generated two top 20 singles in the United States and went certified gold. Um, Little Kim debuted her studio album, her solo album, Hardcore, in 1996, which was certified double platinum and has since sold more than 6 million copies worldwide and spawned three successful singles, No Time, Not Tonight, and Crush On You. It had the highest debut in the U.S., for a female rapper. And um, her following albums, Notorious K.I.M., um, La Bella Mafia, um, were also certified platinum. And in 20, 2001, Little Kim reached number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 singles with Lady Marmalade, a remake of the La Bella 1974 single. I didn't know that Kim was charting like that yeah that's great like i knew she was getting busy but those numbers i didn't know she was putting numbers up like that why why you didn't think that because after because most of it happened after big yeah but the, it was already laid the found the blue you know what i mean it was already the foundation was already there like i said um in another show big was the architect behind kim so yeah. you got one of the illest ever kind of showing you where to go writing most of the lyrics the way she was able to keep it up, I was impressed with. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? I I, I think Kim Kim is the Allen Iverson of hip hop for me. <laughs> Shout out to three AI. AI. Trailblazer. You know what I mean? Like that people wanted all the chicks wanted, you know, follow her. Nobody was talking that nasty shit like her before before she did it. Like chicks was scared to like really go that route. You know what I mean? Just the same way AI came in the league, cornrows, tattoos. Who was doing that? That's a fact. Who was doing that? And then he birthed a whole generation of guys doing it. That's a fact. Guys follow behind him. That's a fact. So I kind of, I put them in the same, I say she the Allen Ivy, because she's always going just the same way AI is still relevant to this day because of what he left behind. It's like with Kim. That's, That's just fact. my opinion. No, no, no. It's facts, though. It's, it's definitely, it's some facts to that. You know what I mean? She did set a trail for people like Mick, Nicki Minaj. Who actually bit her album cover in a photo shoot? Yeah, 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 with yeah. The, the uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The uh, mixtape, the mixtape. But think about the hip hop we were getting from females pre Little Kim. Mm -hmm. Think yeah. about that. Think about the music we were getting pre Little Kim when we had the Queen Latifahs of the world, yeah. MC Light, Salt and Pepper. They were more rough. The Brat. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then after Kim, here comes Trina. Here comes all these other chicks talking that that talk. 
Yes. You know what I mean? To this yes. day. To this, to this day. day. It's still going to this on. Day. <laughs> it's still going on to this day where you can't identify if a new female, and this is no disrespect, you can't identify if a new female artist is a stripper or a rapper yeah. if you just saw them visually. Facts. You know what I mean? So I'm not knocking it. It's the music business. That's what sells. That's what people want to hear. That's Absolutely. What, that's what they're running to. Like Absolutely. you're not going to, most of these females, you're not going to go to a show and they don't turn around and twerk while they're rapping. Yeah. Where it's like somebody like, you know, so I think it's all about what you like, what you're into. But I think Little Kim is the sole reason that people accepted that from a female. That's a fact. That's a fact. Shout out to my big bro, Psycho. I see you on the check-in. Hey, can, I, can I give a little Let's go. Um, female history? Let's go, Jay. MC Shah Rock, man, is the first female MC. You know, right? you know, I, I stumped y'all on that back in the, the when Piff Jones was here. Uh-huh. She's from Queensbridge. She's got yeah, Talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yes, yes. From the that. group, from the group Funky Four Plus One. You know what I mean? Her style was influenced to like MC Light and um DMC from DMC. Word. And um, yeah. Let me see what's a single. I don't know if it got a single, but yeah, she's one of those that's definitely the pioneer. Of hip hop, MC Shaw Rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so I, I have a question. Why? Why do we think that um, Shantae gets lost in a lot of? And those? that was going to be my honorable mention. That's what okay. I was just about to say yeah. because it seemed like she was she was more popular at the time. I think she was more solo, but because because Shaw Rock was in the group Funky Four Plus One, and mm-hmm. she was the plus one. And um, who are we talking about again? Um, Roxanne. Roxanne. Shantae. Shantae was by herself. Well, but was she with UTFO? Yes. 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 She was, she was too, UTFO. Though. Yes. So, But she doesn't get the credit that she did. I guess because her body of work isn't like, because I was, was going to give her. It, it isn't extensive because I was going to give her flowers. But compared to what I just ran off for the and that's because we, we from the backyard. So we kind of know Shantae and, you know, we know what she about and we know the trail that she blazed. I'm talking Facts. about, you know, worldwide. And, you know, I guess she didn't have the success that those other females have. And, Absolutely but, not. And remember, there was two Shantae's at that time, too. It was like um, it was a little controversy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the real the real MCs knew who the real Shantae was. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, what I mean, I think that that's why. You know, she kind of stood out because she, she was chopping dudes heads off. That's a whole fact. I told Nas, nigga, if you don't come out here and spit something that's going to knock my head off, pause. <laughs> I'm going to beat your ass every time I see you. Like she, Nas, Nas made sure he gave her credit, man. You know what I'm saying? But I guess, you know, she didn't have the machine behind her back yeah. then either. Yeah. Because I don't think she had a major record deal. No. She was under Marley. Yeah, and that's what I think as well. I think that um, the belief that a female MC can win at that time was probably far fetched. Mm. So maybe they didn't, you know, put the whole house behind her, put everything up, put the bag up on her. Mm-hmm. Like we got to push Shantae. It was more about Shan and Kane and Biz mm-hmm. and you know all the guys that were coming. But I guess record labels didn't feel that a female could, you know, uh, win at that point because little did they know. Hip hop was a whole fact. <laughs> Hip hop was still new at that time. So, Absolutely. And then the, the male MC was the most dominant one, you know. So, you know, the female female MC wasn't taken that serious. It was I no belief, and we also got to remember that they didn't think that hip hop was going to cut through the way it eventually Facts. did. 
Mm. You know what I mean? So mm. a lot, a lot didn't go certain ways because they felt like this shit was gonna be a fad. Sure. They thought it was gonna come and go. So it's like, why am I gonna even bother? And now it's the number one genre in the world. In the world. World crazy. People in Japan and China like this. Wu Tang, <laughs> Wu Tang Clan, Germany, G Unit. Like for real, kid. Yeah. Hip hop came far, came a long way. But yes, Shantae it was definitely is. one of my one of my honorable mentions, man. But out of this group, man, of female MCs, to you, who was the most influential to the hip hop culture? Let me just run them off again. It was Lauren, out of all, Little out of Kim, the five you named. Out of the five I named. Lauren, Little Kim, Missy, Latifah, MC Light. Who was the most influential to the game? Who had the biggest impact or who was Biggest more impact. Who was... I'm gonna ha- out of those people, I'm going to have to go with... The reason I'm going to go with Latifah is because... It wasn't just music. If it was just music, if it was just music, I would go with Missy and Lauren. If it was just music, I would go with Missy and Lauren. But if we go in totality, I'm gonna go with Latifah because like like you just said, not the first hip female hip hop with the star. Mm-hmm. The first hip hop with a star. <laughs> with a Facts. star. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's almost like saying somebody else versus what LL has been able to do. You know what I mean? What he what he has been able to do. It's like his name is gonna live forever, regardless. Whether you listen, if you don't listen to the music, you might turn the TV on and see him. That's a you fact. You might put a movie on and see him. So it's just different. You're not gonna see Missy in a movie. You're not gonna see Missy doing daytime TV. You're not gonna see Missy uh doing uh a comedy. You know what I mean? Nah, so that's a fact. You know, that's a fact. Like she did a movie with Steve Martin, and that's the time I was out there in LA with her. She was doing that movie. Facts. Well, they was like in a relationship. Bring it, bring or it down like. the house. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So she just, you know, she knocked down so many doors. So I mean, I would have to say Latifah. Nah, hundred percent. Now that you say that, she now that like when you say that and mention that, she was fifty before fifty, without the controversy. Yeah. Cause she's all over the TV screen. Set it off was like that was it for her. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then, like you said, turn the living single and... That's a classic, not a cult classic. Like, that's Facts. a classic. That's, that's a yeah. classic. And her role, her scene, classic. <laughs> I, I think that that's what blew up. Chloe. That, that movie, yeah. You know I what I mean? I think that movie, yeah. Set it off. She killed it, yeah. She yeah, killed she part. killed it. I think that. it was a build-up. I think set it off with just like the, oh, yeah, she we got something with her. Because, I, you know, she was good in Juice. Remember, she did the joint with Denzel. Oh, yeah. You know what Denzel, I mean? Yeah. She did the joint with Denzel, where she was the nurse's aide. So she she was she she did a, doing a thing. So I would have to say Latifah. Out of, yeah. out of that five, I would yeah. say Latifah. Which yeah. one was the first movie though? I think Set It Off. Set It Off. Set It yeah. Off had to be. Yeah, Set It Off was her set first off, movie. Yeah. What can't hold on? That's the why I said it was kind of like yeah, a buildup. So after that, right? I, that's why I said it was a buildup. Set It Off was probably the first, but then after Set It Off, no, Set It Off wasn't first. I think Juice was before Set It Off. She was in Juice. She was in Juice. Yeah, she was in. She was it. She was in I Juice. Yeah, I don't remember her in Juice. What? Yo, three. You got what? She? You don't like my tape? <laughs> this nigga look like Gumby. Fuck you and your tape. Nigga. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Now, word the mother. And I'm just reenacting that scene with her. I don't know what it's going to be on. 
probably gonna be on one of their videos, but they just did that scene over. Oh, and shout out to Superstar J. Superstar J is in the scene because he's on the line. Remember, remember all the DJs was on the line yeah. waiting to play their tape for us? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, remember? Shit. Give it up for GQ. She was the host. <laughs> Yeah, she was the MC. She was the host for the oh, for the talent show. Shit, you right. Yeah. Hell yeah, you right. That was before wow, set it off. man. Damn, man. Three is I, a hip hop historian. Nah, nah, nah. Three be on the shit, man. Like I <laughs> nah, said, nah, man. nah. Three be on I the got shit. A photographic memory. <laughs> yeah, nah, yo, true, I forgot no, though. Yeah. Wow. I gotta go back and watch that now. I gotta get back on my classics, man. I was looking at Bruce Lee joint the other night, but that's the man. That. Word the up. Bruce Lee was ill. Word up. Man. Where that come from, yo? Where that come from? I know. I'm just saying. Like he he took it back. I was just like, man, word up, man. But um, now nah, I kind of agree. Latifah definitely, yeah. Like we said, man, she's the only hip hop artist. Well, at the time, with a with a star in the Walk of Fame, man. That's a big accomplishment. She was doing things that others weren't doing. We that's just a fact. That. That's a whole. You know fact. what I'm saying? And the way she came in. The way that she came in, a lot of people wouldn't get that exposure after that. She came in super pro black. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Super pro black. The way they like, oh, no. You trying to up, right, uplift your people? Like, but she broke through all them barriers, man, and yeah. got to where she was, man. Paved way for people like Moni Love, too. Yeah, because they I mean? was only playing ladies first on video music. Facts. That's yeah. it. Yeah, facts. Facts, man. So shout out to Latifah, man. You got to put some respect on her name because she definitely paved the way, man. So let's get to this, man. Let's talk a little NBA, man. So Ja Morant with the suspension. We already know he was on video with the gun. Denver police already dropped the charges. You know what I'm saying? But he got a little money under the table. He got a little money under the table <laughs> for sure. Because how did you get the gun to Colorado for one? But I ain't going to crucify the man. If the police drop the charge, is the NBA going overboard now? Is the punishment excessive now? What is it now? It's, he's, in, he's out for another four games, and then after those four games, they may still figure out whether or no, not don't, they want to. Don't believe that. Don't man. believe that? I, that shit is all. You think so? That shit is all PR. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> If if he was going, if they was going to lay their hammer down, they would have did it already. Yeah, it's not an NBA thing; it's a Memphis Grizzlies organization thing. It's almost almost like with MAU Doka. That wasn't the NBA didn't come down on you, Doka, for having a, a relations with an employee. Because people was, do it all was, the time. Yeah, that was all boss. That was all the Celtics. So if they were going to lay their hammer down on Ja, this is like a slap on the wrist. Like go home, think about it, do whatever. He gonna miss about a week or two, and then he'll be back on the court. Yeah, and that's it, man. I I don't see nothing really coming out of it. Like, it's been a lot of uproar with people coming to his defense. People saying, "Why are we tearing down?" I seen Stephen Jackson say something. I Shout out to Stack people, Five. Not on this one. Not, and that's my guy. Like, <laughs> bro, you can't do something so irresponsible and then want to control how the masses respond to what you just did. That's a fact. Oh, our people are the one tent. Yo, these people are doing their job. They can go up there. And they don't have to pass judgment on him, but most of the people I've heard told him that he needs to make better decisions. Mm. It ain't nobody saying that this kid is an idiot. Get him out the league. Nobody's yeah. saying that. Yeah. But you have to understand, Ja, you're a privileged young black man in a very good position. Kids are watching you. That's a fact. So you do have a responsibility whether you like it or not. Live your life 
off of social media, bro. That's a fact. That's a fact. But we in that social like, media era. Yeah, but I don't need to see my son's favorite player taking a fifth of Casamigos to the face. I don't need yeah. to see that. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. We didn't see Michael Jordan to kill it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure even if it was social media, you not going you wouldn't have saw Mike to kill yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. He's a different animal. Exactly. So yeah. the same shit with Iverson. Like everybody do what they do. You live how you live, but yeah. you gotta understand, like, why the fuck are you going live taking a fifth of Casamigos to the face? As a as a as an athlete. That's a fact. As an NBA superstar. Why? That's a fact. What are you yeah. getting out of that? Yeah, that was stupid. Real stupid with a capital S, man. So, so that that's my thing. Like, I understand the backlash and everybody saying, "Oh, but we shouldn't come." No, Ja is in a privileged position, bro. You're making two hundred million dollars playing basketball. Kids are looking up to you. Kids are buying your sneakers. Kids are buying your jersey. You can't be on social media waving guns and throwing gang signs. Bro. That's a fact. Like, right, you man. cannot do that. Shout out to Frank Dreddy. Shout out to Ja Flair on the check-in, man. Um. Yeah, I kind of agree, definitely, but I, I more so put the blame on his father, too. Nah, we're not doing that. Why not? We're not doing his that. His father with the crew hanging out with them niggas in the clubs, too, like they his, like they his equals. Yeah, that's your son. That's the bag. He ain't supposed I, to be I, chilling with I you. Didn't, I didn't hear nothing about Pops being in the club with him. I know I know. T is seen on the TV screen doing what he do, but... I salute T. T got his kid to where you were as a as a dad, as a parent, uh-huh. when you aspire to get your kid. I get my kid to make it. After that, he's a grown ass man. Mm-hmm. Everything I poured into him, I just have to trust that he's gonna do the right thing. You're not holding that kid's hand until he's 30 years old or wait until he's married. That's that boy is 23 years old. T Morant got him from being an unrecruited player, working out in the backyard. Got him to a Division One university. He was a lottery pick. He's worth millions of dollars. T. Morant did his fucking job. That's a the fact. same way LeVar Ball did his job, but everybody wanted to talk about the negative things they didn't like about LeVar Ball. That's a fact. I got two sons that went number two and number three in the fucking draft. That's a fact. Salute me. That's a fact. As a black man, yeah, that's, that. that's a if fact. That, if that was a white man, they mm. would be. It would have been all kind of articles about oh, that. Nah, that's a whole the only fact. two brothers taken in the top three picks ever that's a whole fact when when, when does that happen no nah, it doesn't it doesn't especially happen. in hoops no nah, it doesn't you got to be a special person to make it but to that they next don't level. like how braggadocious he is and all this other stuff i'm not really mad at t morant i think t morant should pull his son to the side and say we might have you might have to send some of these niggas home that's what i would say you might have to send because we all know the homeboy entourage it'd be one it'd be two it'd be guys that you know, you feel like those are your guys. You want to keep them close to you. Um, I've witnessed it firsthand. Some of those guys are enablers. That's a fact. You know, they'll be like, yo, like I, I'm the type. I'll tell my man, yo, you bugging. Like you out of pocket. Mm-hmm. But then you got you got to understand. It's almost it's almost a big homie syndrome where it's like, how can you be the big homie if you 23? The, your man with you is 20. Your other man is probably 19. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. The blind leading the blind. Like, That's it's nobody fact. there. They'd be like, yo, we should we even be in here? That's a fact. And the funny thing is, they said that um, Stephen Adams said to the team in a private team meeting yeah, I was gonna say that. that we should relax on going out when we're on the road. Yeah, he did say that. Meaning that wow. we, when we're in they other got- cities, we should kind of still chill and play the hotel and not really be out. 
because they got a losing record. It's exactly. like 12 and 20 something exactly. on the road. Yeah, they got a bad road record. Very so bad. you can equate that to them, you know, doing more partying than being prepared. That's, That's why a lot of times when games be coming on, I already be knowing teams is going to lose. Them, them, them nights, oh, they play Miami tomorrow, loss. Oh, we got to play the Knicks at 12 o'clock, 12 p.m. noon. Lost the night before. The night before, lying. you in fucking greenhouse or one of these yeah, joints or wherever, yeah, yeah. doing what you do. Yeah. Miami, you in South Beach, doing what you do. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of understand. So as the vet, he said, we should kind of lay back on going out while we on the road because they have a losing road road record, and he felt like it attributes to them wanting to go out. Guys hitting these different cities wanting to go out. They were in Denver. They played that night. Yeah, and lost. And lost. And y'all in the club. <laughs> getting wasted and it's already hard playing in denver already like colorado the air is different up there you know what i mean that's why denver already got the advantage because they used to playing in that environment so you're a traveling team and like you said you have out the night before getting drunk you're already coming in, you're going to become de- dehydrated already playing that thin ass air like come on man like it's it's crazy because um carmelo went on record to saying that <laughs> the NBA is part of the feds. He said David Stern told him, like, yo, you got to get rid of your entourage. He said, I know when you go to sleep. I know when you wake up. I know who you hang out with. I know where they live. I know where you going when you think you low. <laughs> I know everything. He said, if you don't get your act together, you out of here. You know what I mean? This is a corporation. We put millions of dollars in your pocket. You got to lose some of the people that's around you. You know what I mean? He made Melo cover up that tattoo on his arm, just like they made AI do a lot of things. You know what I mean? The dress code. The dress code. That's why I said they need to bring back the dress code. A lot of these dudes walking. Of course. I never. That's never going to happen in today's climate. Come on. You got these dudes walking around with tight-ass pants, goofy-ass red boots on, looking like Ronald McDonald and Mega Man, like. Oh, yeah. Come on, be like better than that. What advantage? What, 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 what are you? What, what are you? What example are you setting for the next generation? You know what I mean? They go it's hit, actually they, worse than it was back yeah, then. But they're going to hit you with the freedom of expression. They're going. They're going to hit you the with new thing now. Yeah, that's so, the new yeah. thing. So I say, in this day and age, that's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. They're going to hit you with the freedom of expression. I should be able to wear what I want, whether that's a skirt, whether that's the, kilt, the, you kilt. Know, the kilt. <laughs> The whole metrosexual, like it, it just is what it is. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't agree with it. You know, I, I don't think a dress code is going to change. I think guys should be able to, you know, wear what they want to wear. Man, we not, we not going to change that. Like you're not really going to be able to police how somebody yeah. really lives their life. Long as these guys aren't doing anything super reckless, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? As mm-hmm. professional athletes, yeah, I don't have a problem with what you wear, bro. Like you know what I mean? So, but. As far as what Ja did, going back to what Kyrie did, and Kyrie didn't even really do nothing. He didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? He didn't really. How about that? He didn't even really do nothing. You know what I mean? So Nike didn't even put a slap on the wrist with Ja Morant. They didn't do nothing. Nothing. He on there flashing (laughs) hammers. Kyrie just posted a link. They would. They would lose. They would lose more. They would lose more traction in game. They know that if they if they would have turned their back on Ja at this moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It would have been it would have been an outrage. Like, oh, he's only the 23. Second, made the a second mistake. black flag you turned your back on. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't have been um, good luck. America <laughs> loves their guns from my cold dead hands. Like Charleston was his name. Charlton White. Uh-huh. For real, man. Like, you know, 
this man was. I, and you know, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna bury the brothers, but you know, it's it's just bad that, like you said, Nike ain't stepping and say nothing. That's a whole hammer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even as little as it was, a little two two, put that shit away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real, man. But shout out to Dreads. He said his kicks just dropped as well. So the, <laughs> they definitely was yeah, like, they, we already yeah, invested. Yeah. Them, them joint shipped. They were <laughs> fucking that bag up. Them joint shipped out already. <laughs> For real. So let's talk about your man, KD. Hurt again. I say, who my man? Hurt again. <laughs> I say, who my man? On the layup line. That's crazy. And I thought it was a joke. Like, I, I see it too. Like, <laughs> you know what that is, Jay? What? Good old karma. I knew he was gonna come with some good conspiracy. old come with some conspiracy theory <laughs> shit. That's God, like that. Shit that shit ain't no karma, man. I that's mean, the, that's the less God. Rolled his ankle, man. You know what I mean? From what, like I said, man, I got my inside sources, man. Kid is gonna be back, man. It ain't nothing Ooh, before the season. I, I thought he was nah, done. he'll he'll be back. He'll be back before the season. He'll be oh, back okay. like the last week and a half of the season. Um. And what they doing after they making the championship run? I mean, who, th- listen, the reason why the reason why I would be I would be hesitant to say any I don't know who's winning. Now, the most I can say is I think the I think the powerful teams that can win this shit is in the East. That's the most I can say. I think the I think the champ is coming out the East. You know what I mean? But however, <laughs> how, however, with the league being so wide open, meaning I don't really believe in Denver. I don't think Sacramento has enough has enough uh, vets or leadership to win. I can't front. Sabonis killed us the other day. Yeah, he was making Mitchell so, Robinson look like a baby. Yeah, so I don't. Um, it's nobody I really fear. Where I'm like, nah, they not beating them. You know what I'm saying? And like I said previously, Kevin Durant is one of those guys. When you're a skill guy, it's kind of easier to get reacclimated than if you're a guy who depends on your physical attributes. Meaning that when Zion comes back, he kind of has to get readjusted into the system because he depends on his athleticism. So if he hurts a knee, a ligament, he got to get readjusted physically, conditioning-wise, whereas KD and Steph, they're skill guys. Steph been out for a month, and he just had a 40-ball up night. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact, yeah. You know what I mean? So skill guys, you kind of – can get reacclimated a little bit quicker than a guy who relies on his physical attributes yeah, because nice. before you even come back, you on the court polishing your shit. You getting right. So you getting rest, you getting right. So it's kind of easy to get you back into the fold where as a guy who depends on his physical shit or if he was a back-to-the-basket guy mm-hmm. or a big, it's kind of hard to get them back going. Like yeah. I think um, LeBron, even when he comes back, it's going to take him a few a little while to get kind of reacclimated to that team because they're playing different now that he's out. They're playing totally different. Facts. They're walking. They're walking it up when they walk it up. They're dumping that shit in the AD. LeBron doesn't play that way. LeBron plays downhill yeah, he didn't play and dictates like everything. So now they're playing totally different than when they play. So when he comes back, what they got to do? They got to reacclimate how we play around LeBron. And they're playing man to man instead of zone. Yeah. So when KD comes back, I'm not saying they're gonna win. I'm saying when he comes back. He's an easier piece to drop on a team and say, play basketball. That's a whole fact. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Because he's not really a ball stopper. You're not doing a whole bunch of isolations where everybody's staying around. You're running KD off pin downs. And then when all else fails, just give this 6'11", 2 guard nigga the ball and get out the way and let let him do. So 
is it a bad look? Yeah, because they needed that time. I thought that they was about to put their foot on the gas and try to catch that two seed. Because Booker been cooking. Yeah, that's what lie. that's what I thought. And the reason Booker been cooking is because, like we said on the show two weeks ago, <laughs> KD is like the Chico because now you're going to put your best defender on who? KD. So who the fuck is going to guard D-Book when he's a first option guy too? Yeah, facts. <laughs> facts. Somebody that's not the best defender on that's the team. That's so that's why he averaged a calm 35 right now with KD in the lineup. Yeah. And, you know, we did have this conversation the other day too, man. So we're going to move along to the Dallas Mavericks, man. Was 3D right, man? It don't look like they could get it right in Dallas. It looked like, you know, they both trying to get out of each other's way. They both trying to, oh, you shoot the ball, you shoot it. And it just don't look like it's flowing right. Right now, they about, what, three and like eight or nine together. And then Luca got hurt the other night. Yeah, I think they three, three and nine. And three and nine. Played, they played about six games together. Facts. Yeah. Word. And two of those wins was without Luca. Yeah. Those are the first two games when Kyrie was there. They still need more pieces on the team, though, I think. Yeah, they need more defenders. They They need big rebounders. They They definitely need more pieces. And like I said with the whole trade, did they get better talent-wise? Yes, you acquired a top 15 player in Kyrie. They got better talent-wise. Does You said 15? He's a top 15 player. I'm not not putting him top 10. I I got 10 guys I got before him. Um, I think he's a top 15 player. But I, I didn't think that that trade would move the needle out west because as much you add in Kyrie, but you're taking away defense. Facts. Whereas they was a top 10 defensive team last year. And now they they in the bottom 10 this year. And that's why they were able to compete last year because they were they a top deep. 10 defense. Mm-hmm. And then on a good night, if those shooters get going around Luka, mm-hmm. that's why they was able to get the Suns up out of there. Mm-hmm. So – they wasn't going to run through four rounds of the playoffs doing that shit. They mm-hmm. just happened to catch fire mm-hmm. versus Phoenix in the second round. That's a fact. So you and everybody wants to compare it. Well, we seen Jalen Brunson be successful next to next to uh, Luca. So we already know Kyrie is. Here's the difference. It was Jalen Brunson with Luca and those other defenders. That's a fact. So now you comparing it wrong because. Jalen Brunson, you take them away and you take the defenders away. Now it's just Luka and Kyrie. That's a fact. That's and a, a bunch fact. of um ancillary role players. That's a fact. Because Brunson can't guard nobody. He's just like Kyrie. They, they can't guard nobody. Can't check his code yeah. at a party. <laughs> <laughs> With a hanger. <laughs> so, oh, this is Jay. Jay want to check and he, he saying he want to hear us online. Um. I, I I I definitely gotta agree. You know what I mean? They don't look like it's a good fit. They did lose some defenders. They definitely need some big men. They was getting killed on the inside against Phoenix the other day, man. And and they couldn't stop Booker at all. No, no matter who they put on him, couldn't stop him. Kyrie was getting his, but they couldn't stop Phoenix at all. And KD put his his fingerprints all over that game. You I know seen what I, mean? I seen a clip where um they were showing Dallas. Every game that uh, Doncic and Kyrie's played together, and they were showing every team's best player dominating them. So every game that they lost, they would show the best player on the opposing team getting whatever he wanted. Yeah. So whether it was, say it was the Knicks, Randall getting whatever he wanted. It's Phoenix, Booker, Durant getting whatever he wanted. 
Facts. Sacramento Fox getting whatever he wanted. Oh, so yeah, they yeah. were showing every team's best player getting whatever he wanted versus Dallas because they have no interior defense That's and they have no perimeter defense. Because you took away Finney Smith, you took away Dimwitty, you took yeah. away these guys that oh, yeah, you yeah. contributors, yeah. That you depended yeah, on yeah. to defend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now it's like you got when have you seen a dynamic backcourt win a title without elite defensive players around them? And it's only been a few teams. Mm-mm. The Detroit Pistons with Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumont. Facts. And the Detroit Pistons with Rip Hamilton and Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups, that's a fact. And who was saying Dumont's ain't playing no defense? No, 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 no. no. Only no. other team that got close was Philly, but no, they didn't what I'm saying LA. is those are the only teams with a dynamic backcourt, meaning oh, the point guard and the shooting mm-hmm. guard. Mm-hmm. The other players around them were mm-hmm. what? Role players. Role players. Role defenders. Dynamic defenders. Yeah, defenders, yeah. That's that Pistons fact. team that won a title, Ben Wallace, mm-hmm. Rasheed Wallace, mm-hmm. Tayshawn Prince. Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about oh, the, the Chauncey, the Chauncey Rip okay. team. Now, if we mm-hmm. go to the Isaiah and, and Joe team, Bill Lambert, yeah. John Edwards, that's a fact. Dennis Rodman. That's a Mark fact. Aguirre, That's like a fact. you had defenders Adrian around, Danley, so yep. you can't have a dominant backcourt. Rodman, and right. then holes, yeah, and then holes, yep. and then these guys can't check nobody. Facts, facts. Sheesh, he's on fire today. He's on fire <laughs> now. Let's talk about a team that was on fire, but right now they're going through it. Uh-oh. The Knicks, Jalen Brunson got hurt again oh, the other night. You know what I mean? We on a two game losing streak. We gave away that game against Charlotte, man. They had a, they, you know, it was a trap game. You know, they had some tired legs. They let the Hornets stay in the game, and they ended up pulling it out and beating them at home. Now the road is a different story. Now we out west, and it's going to be a gruesome West Coast swing because we got four games in five nights, I believe. No, four games in six nights. And um, we lost the first one to Sacramento, which is a tough team. DeMontis Sabonis was killing us. He was killing Mitchell Robinson. He was using them. Like, we was, like, one of the number one teams defensively in the paint heading into that game. He shredded us the first quarter. He had, like, 11 points in the paint in the first quarter. So he just was doing pretty much whatever he wanted to do, man. Um, Obviously, Brunson wasn't on his A game because of his ankle. He heard it the other day. Um, Quickly was struggling. Um, R.J. Barrett was getting work from um, uh, Murray. On um Sacramento side, and um you know the Knicks just ended up sliding, man. So what I'm fearing is that we might slide back into that six seed, man, if we don't get our act together. You know, heading into the playoffs, right now guys can't afford to be hurt or fatigued because right now we want to stay within that four or five range because I think that not not that I think I know we have a winnable series if we match up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. In the first round, <laughs> three laughing. I know we got a winnable series against the Cleveland Cavaliers, man. I want to see us advance. I want the league to see us advance so that some of these other players can say, you know what? I could come and add on to what they're doing over there. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I I, I just hope that things shape out right after this uh, West Coast swing. Three, what you want to say, man? I know. Look, go ahead, man. Oh boy, mediocre special. <laughs> Nah, I don't go ahead. Think, yeah, go ahead. I don't. Th- I don't think they slide lower than. I don't think they slide lower than five. I think lower they, than five? No, I think they. I think they hold down five. The Nets. The Nets been doing well these past couple nah, games too. 
the Nets is going to eventually um pull a plug on what's going on over there. They're going to pull a plug on that. What's the sense of that? They already need deep. What's the sense? What's the sense of uh keep winning? They could they could get a better draft pick. They still gonna be teams. They ain't getting no lottery pick. Yeah, they. I mean that team that they can couple that team pick with to get something some else to get something else. You know That's what I mean? It makes no sense for them to try to go make the playoffs. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a fact. Now, if it happens, I'm sure they wouldn't mind it. But I think the smart thing to do would be like, okay, so when the season come down to the end. They might start resting guys. They might start pulling guys out the lineup. We might see Cam Thomas back in the starting lineup to get some reps. Like, who knows? I just think that the Knicks are going to hold on to five, and I think that that 4-5 matchup with um Cleveland, Cleveland is going to come to fruition. And I like Cleveland. It's no not to <laughs> – You like Cleveland? I, it's no not to the Knicks fans. I just like Cleveland. I don't – I think – What are we this, doing again? On this Knicks roster, it's no no – for me, it's no experience on this Knicks roster as far as playoff basketball is concerned. Jalen Brunson's played the most playoff games than anybody on the team. So hold on. Please. Julius Randle has only played five playoff games in his entire career. So and where's he's our all best the, player? So where's all the experience on Cleveland side? Donovan Mitchell. We got D Mitchell, a superstar in Donovan Mitchell. What about Darius Garland? It don't matter. He D Mitch plays D Mitch has played more playoff games than all of those guys put together. How far did Donovan Mitchell go in the playoffs? It don't matter. He's playoff tested already. That nigga been out of there first, he, second not, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Them niggas is mediocre special. Win, winning, is, winning is a team thing. A player a player showing up in the playoffs, that's totally different. But three. Boys show up in the playoffs. He's the leader of the pack. Okay. Can we say that about Julius Randle? Have you seen Julius Randle in the playoffs? Have yeah, we seen yeah, Quentin yeah, Grimes that? in the playoffs? Have we seen like we haven't seen these guys in the fold in the playoffs? I've seen Donovan Mitchell in playoff basketball. Like I think it's I think it'll be a great. I'm not saying they're gonna run through either team is gonna run through. I think it's gonna be a great series. I can't wait for that one. I think it's gonna be a great series. We could you say you had the blue dot against what box of donuts? No, the blue dot version Kevin Hart. About Kevin Hart? Now you talking about the Knicks going to the Eastern Conference Finals? I got a thousand dollars to a box of donuts, nigga. I eat Krispy Kreme. Damn, they not going to no Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> Dang, happening. Oh well, we also know somebody wasn't going to jail, man. Sean Kemp. He was let out of jail, man, after a alleged shootout at a strip mall in Seattle, man. So for those of you have, that have been following the story, I believe somebody tried to rob his vehicle, or they did rob his vehicle. They did. And shots went off. Nah, what happened is- Talk uh, about it, three. Some merchandise was stolen from his vehicle, probably Boy. a phone, laptop, something. He, he, he had a tracker on it. So we tried to track find your it. Phone, find your phone. He had a Apple. tracker. So this motherfucker went and <laughs> tried to track it himself <laughs> and approach somebody in a parking lot and they start popping at yeah, him. Yeah, they was popping at him first. Like he's wilding. Like, they said bro, he had no cover, no nothing. He's tall ass. <laughs> <laughs> Easy talking. And he ain't the rain out. man from the 80s, 90s. <laughs> he ain't jumping crazy. over no bullets. He look like the snowman right now, baby. Yeah, but he's wilding, though. I mean, if you're going to do all that, what, from what I heard is that uh, he's out there getting it with that weed shit. Oh, yeah, the oh, yeah I heard that, too. He yeah, out there yeah. getting it with that weed shit, and they, you know, people are kind of, you know, envious of, of, like, nigga, you don't need the money. Like, you the rain man. Like, you, 
but he out there getting it with that weed shit and, and they not feeling that like the residents is not feeling that he out there doing his thing, to it. you know what i'm saying but he running the business like, that's a whole fact but if you are in a business just a fyi and, and somebody still some you have a track on it do not it's go try police. to cover your shit by <laughs> yourself man we could have been saying r.i.p rain man hey man nobody wanted, nobody that's wanted. keeping fact. it real nobody wanted wanted shit. <laughs> he's like oh these things think i'm a soul and last on the list man kendrick perkins and jj reddick man i know y'all seen the oh, video Lord. JJ Reddick done lit in the Kendrick Perk. Yeah, I, got, I gotta ask my man JOJ. You, you, you agree with Perk? <laughs> what he say again? Oh, Perk. Perk oh is, nah, man. Perk is trying to imply that. Nah, this this is um the the media who are voters mm -hmm. might be racist or biased towards white players because the players who have won MVP previously that were white players from 1990 on, none of them have been top ten in scoring. But if you go look at the black players, most of them, they have to be top 10 in scoring. They have to, you know, they have to check every box, whereas the white player might not have to check every box. So do you agree with nah, Perk on that end? First of all, it's overwhelming that black, more black players have won MVP. That's number one. But we make up 80% of the league, baby. That's what I'm saying. And then they choose and they show that it's diverse. The people that pick the MVPs every year is diverse. So that's that's another that's another thing too. What you think? I think he got a point there. I think I think he got a point. I just think it wasn't well put together. I don't think right. you think point. he got a point. Yeah, of course. He got a point. Steve Nash. Because Ooh, every every Kobe? yeah every year they move the goalposts. Every year it's like let us know like what are y'all going by? Y'all going by numbers? Are y'all going by stats? Are y'all going by this player team record? Because mm -hmm. Steve Nash won an MVP, and I always had his argument when I when I do my point guard list let's go and they have they always want to throw at me steve nash won two mvps and i'm like yo steve nash mvp year numbers are some of the point guards av average more than that for for their career facts so how the fuck is he the mvp averaging 17 points and 11 assists when you have guys who are averaging 20 points and nine or 10 assists for their career facts so it has to do with his team was number one in the West and won 60 plus games. Oh, so fact. now you're giving it to a guy because his team's success or you're giving it to him because you think that he's the most important piece or because of his stats. Like we, like they move, they change it every year. Like when they gave it to Westbrook, his team finished seventh, but because he averaged a triple double, y'all gave him the MVP. Triple double Russell. When James Harden should have won it because he averaged 30, nine and eight. And his team was, number two in the west so he should have won it so you can't blame that on on black or black or white voting no i'm saying? just saying the voting system in general is like i don't know you're saying it's horrible yeah. i don't know what they're basing it on so you can't that's what i mean so you can't even say that you know that you think that is right that you know they just all over the place so per whoever. perk's main argument was they want to give it to joker because of his numbers but when when Russell Westbrook was averaging a triple-double for all those consecutive years. They was calling him a Pat Statter and all this other stuff. But facts. unfortunately, Perkins' argument, and if I was on that stage, I would have told him the difference is Jokic has his team in number one. Westbrook has had his team barely making the fucking playoffs. So it's not even the same story. It's not the same sandwich. 
Like he's trying to make it the same thing. It's not. Every year that Russell Westbrook averaged a triple-double, his team went home in the first round. Every year that he averaged a triple-double, his team went home in the first round. So but how is it? How is regular it? season though? It's not. And then the criteria. So, what is the criteria? Exactly. That's my point. Like they don't. We don't know. They don't say the MVP is made up of boom, boom, boom. They just go by who they, they just think. Know how they feel. Yeah. That's what, so. Because so personally, I I think it's Joel Embiid. Right now. Yes. Joel Embiid. Yes. Yes, because I think if you remove, I think if you remove. Joel Embiid, and same same thing could be said for Joker. I think if you remove, I think Joker. if you remove Joel Embiid from Philly, I don't even think they top six in the East. I, they might they be, they be. might be number ten. That's a fact, actual fact. With just James Harden and Maxi, I think they are like ten, eleven in the East. Yeah, that's a fact. I I I can agree with that. I, I, and I, I think no I think I think his numbers show for it. And anytime it's a big game, he's there. Like he gave he gave Joker that work head to head. He gave him that forty ball. Yes, yeah, three uh, don't like them European players. No, it's, it's yeah. not even a. It's not. It's not. It's not even about that. Like, let me know. Is if is it about stats, uh-huh. or it's about impact, or it's about the guy who has done the most with the less? Like, I just don't know. It's how, but, however they feel that year, no, but you know? every voter might have a different perception. Like all, all, all five of us, all four of us in this room, they say, "Yo, who's your MVP?" But we more all might be judging it from if they don't give us the criteria, you're going to be judging it from who averaged more points. Still, might be judging it from who team has the better record. Uh-huh. I might be judging it from who I like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we all. But if we talking impact and and stats. You, how you put Embiid over Joker? But the impact is that's never been the case because if it was the person with the impact in stats, that person will win it every year. That's an easy fix. Mm-hmm. Who won MVP last year? Joker. Who won MVP the year before that? Joker. Who won it before that? Um, it wasn't Embiid. It was, I believe, was it Giannis? Who was it before that, man? Mm. It wasn't. It wasn't Luca. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. And it's a hundred of them. It's a hundred. So if we so look, look one fan. It, was, it was it was Listen, Joker back to back. If, if we're talking about impact mm-hmm. and stats, Luca should have an MVP already. Yes, he doesn't he? Doesn't. But yeah. the thing is, you can be a great player on a team that just happens to run everything through you, and I think that that's what Joker is a product of. Not that he's not a great player. I think that he's the best player on his team, mm-hmm. and they run everything through him similar to lebron Mm. like and i always and i said this playing having a guy like lebron on your roster is a gift and a curse because everything has to be done the way he wants he has to have the perfect construction around him so it's like everything that you do as a team is built through having lebron so if you take that away you're stuck so like if joker was to get say joker went down and he was out for Three weeks, four yeah, weeks. Yeah, them niggas is sliding. Terrible. Yeah, that's a fact. Because everything they do is through is him. Predicated on him. Yeah. It's similar to how LeBron has been his entire career. So it's just tough, man. Like the MVP could be. These are all great players. Jason Tatum, Luca, Joker. It's just about what they decide that they want to base it on. The record, the most points. I don't know because they never gave. They they've never given a criteria saying that 
the MVP is made up of X, Y, and Z. That's a fact. So it's always going to be, you know, opinionated. That's a fact. And a lot of people have a problems with the opinionation of the voters, voters mm-hmm. because it's a hundred of them. Though. They just That's be all over. They be all over the place with that. That's, That's a, a fact. That's a fact. Then Joker won two. Then Giannis won two. Harden, Russell, Stephen Curry won two. Durant, LeBron two. Derrick Rose. We can keep going. LeBron, uh-huh. Kobe, Dirk, Nash, one two. Kevin Ooh. Garnett, Duncan won two in a row. Iverson, Shaquille, Carmelo, Jordan, Carmelo, Jordan. David Robinson, Akeem Olajuwon, Charles Barkley, Jordan, Jordan, Magic, 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 Magic. Oh, Magic won four straight. Four straight. From Magic won four straight. Ninety from nineteen eighty seven to nineteen ninety. Four straight. Why Magic won four straight? This, this is yes. I, I read a I read a metric the other day that said if if we went if they went if we went if the MVP voting was basically sold solely on stats impact and production of those stats michael jordan should have have should have nine mvp awards that's a whole fact that's a fact they said if it was based on that alone which they're kind of moving towards oh production stats and impact of those stats jordan should have had nine mvps that's mm-hmm. insane that's a fact so that means that y'all voting how y'all want to vote because mm-hmm. and sometimes they get voter fatigue like we're not giving it to Mike again. We yeah, know he's yeah, the best yeah. player in the league, but Facts. let's give it to Malone because what, what he did for Utah. It's just like all star voting. Same thing. You know thing. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I yeah. think that's hard to control because it's too many. It's like if it was 10, I could see, but like a hundred voters is like how you sway a hundred voters. You know what I mean? That's the narrative, the narrative is is portrayed by the media. The, you gotta understand and that's who votes in, too, in, though. Exactly. The media. The, the media votes and the momentum of the MVP is driven by who? The media. That's so if the media's narrative is Giannis is the MVP, Giannis is the MVP, Giannis is winning the fucking MVP. That's yeah. a whole. So fact. if the the narrative is Joker is gonna win potentially win his third MVP, that's the narrative. That's what the media is gonna run with. That's but does fact. does the media really talk about the Joker like that? I don't think so though. They don't because he's a European player. The media does talk about Joker not that's as why. much. That's why he's right now the favorite to win MVP because the media is the ones pumping that in. The players ain't it. doing it. Yeah, of course not. You know the players. So, who, so who do y'all think is pumping the narrative that the Joker could potentially win his third MVP? The, the media. media. Of course, the media. Yeah, yeah. But Magic went four straight. That's crazy. How the fuck Magic went four straight and Jordan dominated five years consecutively and only won two, where he was the best player in the world. He was the uh, winning everything because of Showtime in the 80s. That you know, was the talk of the town. 87, 88, 89. It was Showtime basketball. Mike had a LA. Span, Mike had a span in five years where he didn't lose two. He didn't lose more than two games in a row. That's crazy. That's crazy. When, did Mike, when he didn't lose two games in a row. What years Mike won the first three? I think he got his first one in 91, I think. 91, and then Charles Barkley won that 93. Yeah, when he went to the Suns. Suns. Mm -hmm. And then he took a year off, and then what, he won three after that, maybe? No, he didn't. He he won won three three finals in finals. I think Mike won a league league MVP when he had a crazy year in it might have been 90. What they won they 90, first year? 90, 91. 96. I, 96. Oh, no. Was it 92 that he won? 
91. That he won MVP, defensive player of the year, yeah, and his scoring cycle. Yeah, he had all three. Damn. Where he won MVP, defensive player of the year. Yeah, and finals MVP. And finals MVP. That's yeah. never been done before, though, right? Probably Mike has. Yeah, Mike did it. <laughs> fact, fact. Yeah, Mike was something different, man. For real, man. Shout out to money, man. Word up, man. We blew through the first hour and some change, kid. Word up, yes, man. Yes, sir. We need to take it to a DJ JOJ mini we mix. Big, we got a biggie mix over there. Uh oh. I can do a biggie Let's mix. Let's go, Jay. Okay. He put you on blast right now, kid. You know, rest in peace to BIG, man. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I know that his family don't like celebrating his music, but listen, man. On this day. On this day. On this, on this, on this day. day. But hey, man. Hey, Bars and Hoops, man. We give him his flowers, man. He was definitely a great man, goat of all time. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to take it to that spin cycle with DJ JOJ, man. Biggie mix, man. And when we come back, strictly hip hop, we talking Melly Mel, a.k.a. Muscle Simmons. He out here, <laughs> <laughs> he out here doing arm curls. Talking about, I ain't intimidated I ain't mad, by I nobody. I ain't mad at Melly Mel, man, but we'll get to yeah, that. We're going to get to I that, man. Don't forget the number to call in is 516-206-0711. No off-season on Bars and Hoops Radio. Check in with us. You're now tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. The commission, Uncle Paulie, C. Diddy, Cesar Leo, De Janeiro, Charlie Baltimore. Is the mic Frankie Baby. Yeah, I know what he says. Do you ain't going nowhere? Uh-uh. Ask yourself. Uh-uh. Do you know what he says? Ha-ha-ha-ha. Check out this bazaar. Rapper style used by me. The B-I-G. I put my key. You put your key in. Money will be seen. We'll reach the fucking ceiling. Check Check it. My calico been top. Uh -huh. This rap outward Hitchcock. Drop top notch. Player hating gold stop. Uh, this instant. Rappers too persistent. Quick to spit. Biggie name on shit. Make my name taste like ass when you speak it. See me in the street, your jewelry, you can keep it. That be our little secret. See me. Uh, B that is, I that is, G whiz. Motherfuckers still in uh -huh. my bed. I hope they know my nigga got to fucking kidnap kids. Uh, fuck them in they ass, throw them over the bridge. That's how it is. My shit is laid out. What? Fuck that beef shit. That shit is played out. Y'all got the goal. All I make is one phone call. All y'all disappear by tomorrow. All your guns is borrowed. Uh, I don't feel sorrow. Actually, your man passed the gap to me. Now check this. What's beef? Beef is when you need two cats to go to sleep. Beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the streets. Beef is when I see you. Guaranteed to be an ICU. One more time. What's beef? Beef is when you make your enemy start your cheese. Beef is when you roll low less than 30 deep.
something dangerous. Ain't too many kids hang with us. Straight up, we no angel dust. Label us notorious. Fuck ass niggas that love the bus. It's strange to us. Y'all niggas be scrambling, gambling. I'm restaurants with mandolins and violins. We just sitting here trying to win, trying not to sin. Power of weed and oxygen. So much smoke me oxygen. Steadily counting Benjamins. Nigga, you should too. If you knew what this game would do to you. Been in this shit since 92. Look at all the bullshit I've been through. So far be with you know who. Fuck a few female stars or two. Then I blue like niggas look like my shit. Not to be fucked with. But fuck about stuff quick. Cause me and my dogs love about shit. Fuck the luck shit. Shit the aim. No aspirations to take the game. Spit your game. Fuck your shit. Grab your gap. Pull your clip. Squeeze your clip. Hit the right one. Pass that weed. I got the like one. All them niggas I got the fight one. All them hoes I got the like one. Our situation is a tight one. What you gonna do? Fight that one. Seems to me that you'll take me. Hold a big nigga that's on me. I'ma tell you like a nigga told me. Cash for everything around me. Shit. Lyrically, this can't see me. Fuck it. Buy the coke. Cook the coke. Cut it. Know the bitch before you call yourself numbing it. Nigga with a bench pocket. Doesn't it seem all to you? Bitch come through with mobs and crews. Just fellas answer the move. Don't do. Who's the killer? Me or you? I'm interrupted by a doorbell, 352. Who the hell is this? I get up quick, cocks my shit. Stop the dogs from barking, then proceed to walking. It's a face that I've seen before. My nigga sing, he used to sling on the 16th floor. Check. I look deeper, I see blood up on his sneakers, and his fist gripped the chrome for fit. So I dip, nigga. Is you creeping or speaking? He tells me C Rock just got hit up at the beacon. I opens up the door pitiful. Is he in critical retaliation? But this one won't be minimal. Cause I'm a criminal. Way before the rap shit, bust the gap shit. Puff won't even know what happened if it's done smoothly. Silences on the Uzi, stash in the hoopty. My alibi, any cutie. With the booty that done fuck big pop. 
head spinning, reminisce about my man C Rock. Somebody got to die. If I go, you got to go. Somebody got to die. To let the gun shot the blow. Somebody got to die. Nobody got to know Somebody's agenda. Got the suitcase up in the central. Go to room 112. Tell the block will fit you. Feel the strangers. If no money exchanges, I got the kids and rangers. Believe them niggas brainless. All they told is stainless. You just remain as calm as possible. Make the deal go through. If not, here's 12 shots. We know how you do. Please make your killings clean. Slugs up in between. They eyes like true lies. Kill them and free the scene. Let's bring back the coke or the cream. Or else, your life is on the shelf. We mean this, Frank. The cats be fucking with the bomb. The bomb's gas tank. Let's get this money, baby. They say we can shake. Dress up like ladies and burn them in dirty 380s. Then they come to kill our babies. That's all out. I got gats that blow the wall out. Clear them all out. Fuck the fallout. Work the stretch. I bet they pussy. The seven digits push me. Fucking real. Here's the deal. I got a hundred bricks. Fourteen five apiece. Enough to cop six. Buy the house on the beach. Supply the peace with jeeps. Brick a piece. Capiche? Everybody getting cream. No one considered the leech. Think about it now. That's damn near 1.5. I kill them all. I'll be set for life. Frank, pay attention. These motherfuckers are henchmen. Renegades. If you die, they still get paid. Extra probably. Fuck a robbery. I'm the boy. Promise you won't rob them, I promise. But of course, you know I have my fingers crossed. Niggas bleed just like us. Picture me being scared of a nigga that bleeds the same air. Niggas bleed just like us. Picture me being shook. We can both hold on. Niggas in my faction don't like asking questions. Strictly gun testing, coke measuring. Giving pleasure in the Benzino, hitting fannies, spending chips at Manny's. Hope you creeps got receipts. My peeps get dirty like cleats. Run up in your crib, wrap you in your polo sheets. Six up in your wig, peace. Nigga deceased. Why? May you rest in peace with my sicker more style. More sicker than yours. Four, four, and fifty-four drawers. As my pilot, stares my lair. Yes, my dear, shit's official. Only the feds I fear. Here's a tissue. Stop your blood clot crying. The kids, the dog, everybody dying. No lying. So don't you get suspicious. I'm big, dangerous, and just a little vicious. As I leave my competition, respirator style. Climb the ladder to success, escalator style. Hold y'all, breath I told y'all. Death controls y'all. Big don't fall, y'all. Uh, I spit phrases that'll thrill you. You're nobody till somebody kills you. You're nobody till somebody kills you. Who the fuck is this? Page of me at 546 in the morning. Crack a dawning, now I'm yawning. Wipe the cold out my eyes. See who's this page of me and why. It's my nigga Pop from the barber shop. Told me he was in the gambling spot and heard the intricate plot. A niggas wanna stick me like fly paper neighbor. Slow down, love, please chill, drop the paper. Remember them niggas from the hill up in Brownsville that you wrote dice with? Yeah, my nigga fame up in prospect. Nah, them my niggas, nah, love wouldn't disrespect. I didn't say them, they school me to some niggas that you knew from back when, when you was clocking minor figures. Now they heard you blowing up like nitro, when they wanna stick the knife through your windpipe. So, so, thank fame for warning me, cause now I'm warning you, I got the Mac, nigga, tell me what you gonna do. Damn, niggas wanna stick me from my paper. Damn, niggas wanna stick me from my paper. Damn. 
Niggas wanna stick me for my paper. Damn. Niggas wanna stick me for my paper. I used to get pills on the bitch. Now I throw shields on the dick to stop me from the HIV shit. And niggas know they soft like a Twinkie fillin'. Playin' the villain. Prepare for this rap killin'. Biggie Smalls is the illest. Your style is played out like Arnold and what you talking about, Willis. The thrill is gone. The black Frank White is here to excite. Throw dick to dice. Bitches are like I'm brainless. Guns are like I'm stainless steel. I want the fucking fortune like the wind. I squeeze gats till my clips is empty. Don't tempt me. You don't want the fuck. Here I am. I'll be damned if this ain't some shit. Come to spread the bud to leverage over harmony. Great. It's the mood killer death trap. Yes, I'm a jet black ninja. Come in where you rest at. Surrender. Step inside the ring. You're the number one contender. Looking cold booty like your pussy in December. Nigga, stop bitching. Button up your lip. From method, all you getting is the can of ass whipping. Hey, I'll be kicking. You, son, you doing all the yapping, acting as if it can't happen. Your front and got me mad enough to touch something. You want from Shallon, Allen, and ain't afraid to bust something. So what you want, nigga? You won't, nigga. I got a six-shooter and a horse named Trigger. It's real, 94, rugged war. Kicking down your guy. It's the 10 crack commandments. What? Uh, uh. Jealousy, especially if that man fucked up. Get your ass stuck up. Number two, never let them know your next move. Don't you know bad boys move in silence and violence? Take it from your eyes. Uh-huh. I done squeeze mad clips at these cats for they bricks and chips. Number three, never trust nobody. Your mama set that ass up properly gassed up. Hoodie the masked up. For that fast buck, she be laying in the bushes to light that ass up. Number four, know you heard this before. Never get high on your own supply. Number five, never sell no crack where you rest at. I don't care if they want to ounce, tell them bounce. Number six, that goddamn credit, get it. You think a crackhead paying you back, shit, forget it. Seven, this rule is so underrated. Keep your family and business completely separated. Money and blood don't mix like two dicks and no bitch. Find yourself in serious shit. Number eight, uh, never keep no weight on you. Them cats that squeeze your guns can hold jumps too. Number nine, should have been number one to me. If you ain't getting back, stay the fuck with police. Uh-huh. If niggas think you're snitching, they ain't trying to listen. They be sitting in your kitchen, waiting to start hitting. Number ten, a strong word called consignment. Strictly for live men, not for freshmen. Uh-huh. If you ain't got the clientele, say hell no. Cause they gon' want their money, rain, sleep, hell snow. Follow these rules, you have mad bread to break uh-huh. up. If not, 24 years on the wake up. Slug hit your temple, watch your frame shake up. Caretaker did your makeup. When you pass, your girl fuck my man Jacob. Heard in three weeks, she sniffed the whole half a cake up. Heard you suck a good dick, that could hook a steak up. Gotta go, gotta go, more pasta to bake up. I told you. <laughs> See, I told y'all, motherfucker. I told y'all to stop. I pray. 
Like Della Reese. When I release, you lose teeth like little C's. Nigga, please, blood flood your dungarees. And that's just the half of my war path. Laugh now, cry later. I rhyme greater than the average player hater. And spectators buy my CD twice. They see me in the streets, they be like, yo, he nice. But that's on the low low. Be the cats with no dough. Try to play me at my show. I pull out four holes and go up in their clothes. Short change niggas and snort cane niggas. Extortion came quicker. Bought the range, nigga. It still tickle me. I used to be as strong as Ripple B. To little C's cripple me. Now I play hard like my girl's nipples be. The game sour like a pickle bee. Y'all know the rules. Move from BK to New Jerusalem. Think about all the claims we flew. Bitches be ran through. Now the year's new. I lay my game flat. I want my spot back. Take two. Motherfuckers mad cause I blew. Niggas envious. Too many niggas on my dick. Shit strenuous. When my men bust, you just move with such stamina. Slugs missed ya. I ain't mad at ya. We ain't mad at ya. Blood rushing, concussions ain't nothing. Uh, Catch cases, come out fronting, smoking something. Uh, Sipping white Russian, bitch in the bends bumping. I laced it with the basic. Six TVs, a system, knocking lace shit. Face it, we hard to hit. Guard your shit before I stick you. For your re up, wipe the pee up. Lick uh, shots, woke your seat up. Go in the ashtray, spark the weed. Shout out to DJ JLJ for that mini mix. You do that all the time, Jay. I'm like, yo, nah, I can't stop him here. I, I can't too. stop like, him here. You're like, yo, ready? Oh, I can't man. stop him here. I can't stop him there. Boy, rest in peace to Biggie, man. God damn, son. That long kiss, did good night was different, man. Shout out to the RZA. That's one of my bet. One of my favorite Biggie verses, man. What? Ever, ever. like he he was dumping on that shit. Man. Facts. RZA made that beat. Yes. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I want yeah. my spot back. Take two. Yo, come on, man. Damn, man. That set the mood for, for what we about to get into, right? You know, Billboard. We spoke about this Billboard Top 50 list a couple weeks ago. And, you know, we even looked at it like, yo, what? What were they even thinking about? So you can imagine if we looked at it that way, how the pioneers looked at it. And one of the most outspoken pioneers of them all. Melly Mel, a.k.a. Muscle Simmons, chimed <laughs> the message himself. And shout out to him, man, because that song, to this day, the message to this still day. knocks to this day. We're going to get Mel up here. Facts. We need to get Melly Mel up here because he said he need, to, he need to get on every platform that's out there to speak his truth. And he spoke his truth. We're going to get Mel up here. Watch. We need to. Word the mother. And I'm, I'll be happy when we get him in here because I got a lot of questions to ask. You know what I'm saying? I got to ask about... No, nah, I ain't going to start, man. <laughs> but after insisting that Eminem was placed on a list because he's white and denying that Kendrick Lamar influences contemporary rappers and Lil Wayne isn't hip-hop because he uses auto-tune, <laughs> Melly Mel spoke about his comments on his podcast Hip Hop Corner. Shout out to him because he said, I'm going to capitalize off this moment and I'm going to promote what I got going on. So let's dissect the first part. He said that Eminem basically made this list because he's white. Do you guys agree with that or not? And don't give me no political answers. Answer the question. 
for what it is. Go ahead, Jay. Jay. Um, top 50. He deserves to be in the top 50. Why does he deserve to be in the top Why? 50? He's one of those dangerous MCs to me. Like, you know, he spits that. He's, you know, everybody says he got the fast rap. Jay-Z got the fast rap. But he's he's definitely one of those that... And, and battle rap, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think battle rap... Start that eight-mile stuff. That was a fictional story. <laughs> <laughs> that was fictional. That was fictional? That was a fictional story. Nah, but he, story. Deserved, he deserves to be up there, man. He got got some dope albums, too. You know what I mean? So, what? Yeah. You don't... Uh, what about you, three? Oh, Steels, you want to go next? I mean... I'm not going to... See, I, I'll be... I'll be bias if I say that he doesn't belong on the list. I forgot what number he finished as. Was he top 10? Yeah, I think he was like four. I don't think he deserves to be top 10. It was, um, who was it? It was Jay-Z, uh-huh. Kendrick, uh-huh. Nas, uh-huh. Eminem. He's not top 10. You No, I'm telling you the list. I'm not no, 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 no. I think he was like I think he was four or five. I don't, yeah. I'm not exactly sure. I just know Kendrick was so, two and Nas was three. Oh, that's so that's why Melly Mel was getting on. This Kendrick is what too. I'm saying. Okay. Yes, he's like because and and I kind of agree with Melly Mel. See, and you know what? I don't want to take no words out of his mouth. I'm gonna play a little clip of what Melly Mel said, and then we're gonna come back to it because I want to address it the right way. Right? Check it All out. All right, let's do it. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it's the one and the only king of hip hop himself. Grandmaster Melly Mel, the legend king, the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. And what we're going to do right now is kick off our first edition of our podcast, Melly Mel So what I want to do is address certain things. What I want to do with the podcast is address certain things that's relevant in hip-hop and in life. Uh, and I want to touch on right now a couple of things that's going on right now. Uh, and the first thing I want to do is uh, just say, make just make three quick points. Melly Mel uh, has nothing against nobody in hip-hop. I've been in hip-hop for 40 years, uh, very competitive, really have nothing against nobody. I'm uh, not jealous of nobody. Uh, I'm not intimidated by anybody or anything, and, uh, and I'm not bitter. You know, I just come across as I come across because I'm a man, and I say what I say, and when I say what I say, Basically, I mean what I say. But like I said, I, I have nothing against anybody. No one sees I have nothing against anybody. Uh, number two, the first thing that we're going to touch on is based on a list that Billboard magazine put out about the 50 greatest artists in hip hop. Now, what gives uh, Billboard magazine of anybody the credentials to put that out is beyond me. And whoever wrote the list, I think he should step forward to try to clarify his rationale and, 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 uh, and his justification of putting out such a list. And everything that I said, that I commented on, it was it was the comment on what he wrote and who he put on uh, this said list. And, uh, and I think Billboard is not known for hip hop, of course. They're known for records. So obviously, Billboard is more leaning toward guys that made records compared toward guys like myself that put in all the time in hip-hop. So now, making that point, for, for, for people who just seem to lose track of what 
Melly Mel is or who Melly Mel is about, we're not necessarily known for records. I'm been the, I was the lead rapper in the group Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, but we're not known for records. What we're known for is when the when a person first called themselves an MC, it was me. When the first person said or uh, hip hop and yes, yes, y'all, that was my brother and that was Cowboy. That's who we're known for. We're responsible for the genre. We're the biggest influences in the genre. And if you ask anybody that knows anything about true hip hop, they will tell you that. If you ask anybody that calls themselves an MC, they will be the first to tell you that there is no modern day hip hop or rap or anything of that nature. If it wasn't for Grandmaster Flash, if it wasn't for the Furious Five, if it wasn't for Melly Mel, if it wasn't for Cowboy, like I said, the word hip hop came from my crew. Cowboy invented the word hip hop. Melly Mel invented the term MC. I was the first one to say it, and we were some of the greatest groups to do it. So now, if you don't believe that, and for anybody even on the list or that has just any relation to hip hop or any affection for hip hop or whatever, Google me and then Google yourself. And then we can get a little bit of clarification because as you can see when we was on the Grammys, I'm not lightweight, all right? So let's get that let's get that across right now. I'm never gonna be irrelevant. I started a whole music genre. Nobody knows a person that had an influence on starting a whole music genre. It's only a small group of people and I'm one of those people. So now let's get that straight. Boy. And he said it. <laughs> Your boy said Google you. me and then Google yourself. We hear you, chat. Word. Word. He now, said it with conviction too, man. Yes, he did. I ain't mad at Mel. Good. Good. I ain't mad. I ain't mad at Mel. I don't agree with everything he said, but some of the shit he said was true. Like he had a rebuttal video and all that, talking about the backlash he was getting from the Eminem comments. But I ain't mad at Mel. Some of the shit he some of the shit he said was some of the shit he said was true. So what you what you disagree with, three? Because they started it, I disagree. They that, should be there. Yeah, I disagree that um M M don't belong. Now where he's placed, that's subjective. But I disagree. Like homeboy's nice. Like whether he's white, black, whatever, I think he's nice. Stills, I know you don't fuck with Eminem. No, no, no. I mess with him. I do think he's a little overrated, though. Yeah, no, no, no. I can agree with that, and that's that's the problem. That's not the problem, but that's what a lot of people feel is that he's overrated and he gets a pass or he gets placed. A few notches up because he's white it's almost like the white boy coming in the park and he might do the same move that i just did but he's gonna get way more oohs and eyes than i'm gonna get because a he's a white boy that's doing a fact. something you know that we do like if you go to a spot and it's like they sell soul food and it's a white family in there and that shit is just off the chain <laughs> niggas is gonna go to that like oh oh shit like how how they how y'all know how to make this ain't no raisins you know in the potato salad like, right crazy like <laughs> but the lady up grandma up the block is making the same fire shit but that's what we known for that's so it, it's kind of like the complex of the white the white people the same way with basketball with the white basketball player he's gonna get a little bit more shine and if he if he's doing the same thing that the mediocre black kid is doing <laughs> that he's doing. And this is why I told y'all, no disrespect to Mac McClung. I told y'all he was going to win the shit you did. going away you did. You did. because white boy short jumping out the gym. Yeah. Nate Robinson could do those dunks in his fucking sleep right now at an advanced age. 
that he was doing. I don't know about that 360 or whatever he did. Yeah, Nate, 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 Nate could do that. He could do that? Yeah, Nate could do that. You know what I'm saying? Nate but but it's the fact that, you know, and 50 said this, and I agree with him. He said, if it's no Eminem, it's he no don't. It, no, no, no. Not even that. It's no him. Eminem pushed the genre forward, which made us able to make all of this money. That's a fact. So we should tip our cap and salute him because without him, hold on. I agree with that because I, I agree with that. I agree with that. He Eminem. opened up he opened up a lane in hip hop that wasn't open at that time. Hold and on. that's the vision of Dr. Dre and Eminem just being nice. But I don't I don't a hundred percent agree with that because what was the biggest selling years in hip hop? When was out when was artists going? Double and triple platinum. That was before Eminem dropped, right? Collectively, we talking about 97, 98, 99. Well, who DMX, Ja Rule, Jay Z, they were selling and making money. It wasn't going diamond, bro, and selling eight, nine million albums, man. But we know why M went diamond. Yeah, and after him, a lot of other people went diamond afterwards. Nelly, a lot of other people. Yes, Nelly you know what I'm did. Saying? Go so, yes. We can't say in front like Eminem didn't advance hip hop. He definitely advanced hip hop because he was a white boy that was nice. So we needed that. Go Eminem. Go Eminem. Go Eminem. <laughs> the, M- the NBA needed the NBA needed the Larry Bird magic rivalry. Yes. Boxing needs uh Jerry Cooney. Yeah, they need a white fighter or a Mexican fighter to go against a black fighter. You're yeah. not advancing the sport with two niggas beating each other up. <laughs> that's why those. That's why those aren't the big fights. That's and a fact. Like, I'm NBA, just keeping it real. And the NBA needed that white boy to win the dunk contest. The Mac McClung, <laughs> yeah, for right. Two, 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 two games in, he in the dunk contest, and three called it because I was like, yo, who's this? He said, Mac McClung. But to, to say to say real. M don't belong, Pardon blasphemous. Self. To say you got a you got an opinion of him not being top five. I feel you on that because yeah. at the end of the day, it's like I don't revisit Eminem's music. I respect. Hell no. I respect his pen. I love the Marshall Mathers LP as well as a few other records and some songs, but I don't. His his music for me doesn't have a lot of replay value because he's not talking about nothing I can relate to or nothing I really want to hear mm. over and over again. That's can I fact. appreciate the art of a stand record? Absolutely. But I'm not replaying that shit. That's I don't want to hear that shit again. That's okay. A you got a, a, a fan that was on you that I you like. I don't want to hear that shit over and over yeah, again. But I might mean. listen to Nas Rewind. I might listen to Made You Look Over and Over. I yeah. might listen to Biggie Missing You because I lost a friend to the streets. Mm. I might listen to a multitude of other things because I relate to it. Yeah. Eminem doesn't really move the needle for people that look like us. Hopefully. We respect. What about, game. what about Renegade? You ain't putting that on repeat? I haven't listened to Renegade since Blueprint dropped. <laughs> Not, and that's, that's a so fact. It's no replay value for me on Renegade. Him and Hove is just rapping. So that says a lot, though. That that doesn't that doesn't make you a top 10 artist on that list. But then again, that's Billboard. And like he said, he they basing it off of probably numbers and sales. They basing that, that shit off of... Who sold the most records? Yeah. Who's the most trending? Who did this? Yeah. Who you know? That's what they're basing that yeah. off of. They don't know nothing about hip hop. They nothing. don't know nothing about hip hop music. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Because on oh, my thing is my thing is like any list that has Biggie and Tupac outside of the top five, mm-hmm. MCs or rappers, 
I don't agree with it because we got to look at the short amount of time that they was with us Facts. versus the impact that they left. These motherfuckers wasn't here for a long time. Facts. They both died before they was 26 years That's old. That's a fact. So what does that tell us? Man. Jay-Z didn't blow till he was over 28, 29 That's years old. That's a fact. That's a fact. These motherfuckers was these days was babies. That's a fact. That's a fact. Biggie was what 25? Yeah, when he died. Pac was 23, 24. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. He was so so to, so to say that they not that's in crazy. that group. Like, I don't even if it if I don't see those two names, I just like whoever did this, I'm omitting the whole shit. Yeah. I'm not even subscribing to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like throw the whole list away. Yeah. And, and tonight's show, I was going to bring it, but we're going to revisit it next week's show. There was a top NCAA point guard list that, oh, we that, had, it, that, that. had an uproar. Oh, we got to talk about that. That shit was crazy. NCAA? Ooh, yeah. That's going to be very College basketball, greatest point guards, top 25 of all time. Oh, yeah. We got to revisit that. We no Chris Jackson. That's oh. blasphemy. Well, we already know. No, no, Kenny Anderson. Who made the, uh, who made this? So the guy <laughs> who, who made it, the guy who made it actually, they gave him a spot on ESPN. He got on there and he talked about why he didn't. The funny shit is, I had my own list that I made because I was gonna put it, I was gonna put it out, but my shit was the top 65. He only had 25 names. I was going so I was kind of mad because I'm like, damn, I didn't 65. Yeah, I was like, damn, I ain't tell nobody about this shit. He 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 had the same idea. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? But his his shit got traction, but it was totally off base. Blasphemous. You know what I'm saying? It's almost with this like like I said, Melly Mel, I feel you. He gonna ruffle some feathers with what he's saying, but he's not absolutely wrong. M is nice, little Wayne is nice now. Could we debate that they're not top five? I don't have Lil Wayne in my top five. Me either. I don't have uh Eminem in my top five. Me either. They they you know what I mean? I they just don't move the needle for me. For me, you have to you have to hit every pocket. And that's why I say Biggie and Pac is so influential because you'll hit them on the radio. You might listen to their music because you're going through something they went through. So you you're hearing them at every aspect of your life. We've never heard Eminem in the club. Facts. We've never heard Eminem give us a relatable record ever that that relates to our upbringing. So when Fifty says the trailer park versus the ghetto is the same thing, <laughs> nah, Fifty, it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's really, yeah. it's really not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So oh I, I get why he feels the way he feels about M, and M is super nice. Yeah, and I agree that without M, the culture wouldn't have moved extremely forward and lucrative money wise. That's a fact. However, as an MC, as an artist, nah, it's it's other guys that that are more more um that, that hit you in your heart. Yeah, and, and you I think tell. those are the best artists that they hit you in your heart, yeah. and you can live with that. Where it's like it's some real shit that they said, and yeah. and and uh, you can't you can't buy that. Yeah, you can't buy that. Like Jeezy's one of my favorite artists. Tupac's one of my favorite artists, and not because they super lyrical or they super nice. It's just the way they deliver yeah. and what they're saying. Yeah. It kind of hits home for me, and I can live with what they're saying. Like, damn, I felt that. I've been through that. No question. I understand what you're saying. I think that that's that's the music that lives forever. That's a fact. And my thing is, replay value for me or the artists that I live with. And that's people don't understand this: the most streamed music is catalog. 
is old music. It's not y'all might think these new motherfuckers is popping. Mm, 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 the mm, most mm. music that is streamed this is old music. That's a fact. It's not this new shit. That's a fact. It's new shit come and go. It's a new record every day. The most mm. streamed music is cat catalog is king. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand. I think the only the only outlet that kind of really touched on great MCs in hip hop was that complex list, man. And as you see our backdrop, we got part of that list. They had all the greatest MCs in hip hop from what was it, 1964 or whatever, 1974. Nah, they, they, went, they went from 79. 70, 79? They went from like 79 to 2000 and um who's was last like 2000 and I think five or yeah, three. Two, yes. Maybe eight. No, no, no. no. Yeah, it was about there because Drake made the list. And Drake but the only problem I had with this, I, uh -huh. they said the best rapper, the best rapper of every year. year. Yes, of that, of I, that I, year. Dis, I disagree with the wording of that. Why? I think it's the hottest rapper that year. Mm. I don't think it's the best rapper that year because mm -hmm. they had Drake some somewhere. They had jay-z nas i don't like it's almost like the nba it's like it's almost like this person might not be better than carmelo anthony but he fact. might have a better season that's a fact so you might think that um steph uh kd is better than steph curry but steph curry might have a better season than him it's a whole fact so it's almost like just because he had a better season, I mean, he's better. No, he had a better year that year. So I love this list. I just don't like that they said the best rapper every year. No, it was like Run wasn't the best rapper that year. Like he was the hottest rapper that year. Ti was the hottest rapper that year. He wasn't the best rapper. Ti could have never been the best rapper with Jay Z and Nas still breathing. That's a fact. Never. <laughs> like he was, he was hot that year. Yeah, yeah. we gonna give you that tip. Yeah. Now, why you want to go and do that, love? Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're going to get that to you, Tip. You was, was, you was on fire that yeah, year. That Paper trail, all that. You was on fire. Yeah. But you yeah. wasn't the best rapper nah, hell no. in the hell game. No. You hell wasn't no. better than Wayne when you dropped those. But you were the hottest guy because you were the go-to guy at that time. And he sold records. And he sold a lot of records. So I love that. I love what they did with that. Yeah. I just didn't like that they worded it that way, saying the best rapper every year since 1979. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, Modi yeah. wasn't even the best rapper yeah. that year. He said, Ooh, cool Modi, part of the treacherous three. Like LL uh, said, okay. man. Come on, LL. He... <laughs> to the break he of dawn. Yo, shout out to Queen. Shout out to L. That was one of the greatest diss records ever, too. You know what I'm saying? For real, man. man. We definitely going to revisit that point guard list, man, for, for, for the NCAA. That's going to be pretty interesting, man. So we got about 10 minutes left in the show, man. And you know, we ain't do this in a little while, man. So I'm gonna do a little little chopping block. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, Sharp he, could, he couldn't man. wait. He couldn't wait. I for couldn't this wait shit. to do this <laughs> one, man. It's been a minute. Shout out to JOJ, man. I ain't do this for a minute, so I got something that I got something nice today, man. You know, a couple of joints, man. It might be a couple layups in here, but let's see, man. Let's see, man. So the first one goes a little something like this. Check it out. Oh, 
Okay, let's see, Jay. Let's see if you really got it. Right here, that's why he bring this shit back. <laughs> we don't know, bro. Just let us know what one is. You don't know? Yeah, I, I know it. But no, engineer well, look like he well, knows y'all don't know because he looked at it. Hey man, y'all both wrong. Y'all should be ashamed of y'all self. And I set it off with this one purposely. Is Shame it beanie? Is it beanie or beanie or um, is it big? Yeah. Oh, big. I heard, I heard it after that. I heard oh, it after that. Oh, shit. He knew what time it was. Rest in peace to Big, man. Did you play this on the spin cycle, Jay? Nah, nah. You didn't play this on the spin cycle, Jay? Hey, man. Suicide Thoughts for our listeners. Suicidal Thoughts was the name of that, man, for all the listeners out there, man. I ain't going to go that deep with suicidal. You know what I'm saying? When I die, fuck it, I want to go to hell because I'm a piece of shit and it ain't hard to fuck. He killed that. Yeah, he killed it. He killed it. it don't make sense going to heaven with the goody goodies. Next one on the list. This one should be a layup. Jay, you going to probably get this, Another man. biggie? Nah, ain't no more biggie. Nah, I, mean, I had to set it off with that one, man. Rest in peace to Big once again, man. Gave a lot to me. Which one, Jay? Which one, Jay? Raekwon, right? The, um... Come on, Jay. We can't do that. You a DJ. What's the name, of the, the name of the song? Three. Three. You don't know? What? That's the one with Nas. You? That's the one with Nas. Three ain't no? No chicks, no chicks, baby. Yeah. I didn't have no chicks. Hey, yo, Ray, yo. Take it out. Show. What's the name of that one? Let's see. Cameras and AC glamorized and gold. I unfold the scroll, plan seats, Oh shit, I just closed it out. No, nah, no, nah, it's cool. If you ain't got it, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't hear I didn't hear it though. Right, We're gonna switch sides. We're gonna switch. I'm gonna give y'all a little hint. Switching coast now. Ice cube. <laughs> What's the name of the song, Jay? I ain't got the name of the song. What's the name of the song, Jay? Come on. Hey, the bigger the cap, the bigger the pill. And when dealing with the lynch mob, you got to know standing mob. It is not just a name of this jam, but a way of life. Bound together by motherfuckers that's known to break them off. Something. Give it to me. Steady mob. Steady mob. This is Baby, ain't no replay value on that three. Q, yeah. Nah, I don't really. I don't really. Um, wow. Death certificate. Death certificate was hot, but I'm talking about 
um 25 years later nah Nah? the 25 year later albums i played still play is um shit all that shit from the like the early 90s like R and B and yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Three of them. Oh, all that. Where's the mama? Shout out to three. Giving you the best that I got. This Bobby, last Bobby, one before we get out of here. Bobby Brown, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but all that, so, a lot of that rap, like that shit, got to be classic. To have <laughs> he said the rap. He got to be classic. Turn that shit off. That shit, your parents say, take that shit off. Last one on the list, so man. You're not playing Ice here. Cube today, bro. You you lying if you tell me that. <laughs> that niggas is lying. And it's not Pat Boots. We know this hey. I switch I switch coast again. It's another hit. Everybody use this shit, so this is a trick bag. DOC, I think. Shout out to JLJ, J. You on fire today, J. You on fire today. with the wisdom, sense of a rich man, knowledge and the This is what I'm using to come up with the style, so I'll interact all together better with the crowd. And DOC was super underrated, kid. I mean, don't get me wrong, his albums weren't great. But he had some joints, yeah, he had kid. Some joints. And he, he was he, better behind the scenes as a writer, I think. You know what I'm saying? It's getting funky. So it's he, getting he did funky. a lot of writing on that Chronic album. He did a lot of writing on other projects that came out of the Facts. camp. Facts. So he was he was better behind the scenes as a writer. And sometimes that's that's your lane. And I think that, you know, you got to identify that this is what I'm better at. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I think that's what stops a lot of people from... Well, me personally, I know from experience why... why a lot of shit didn't come to fruition for myself and yeah. the people around me yeah. is because people couldn't identify who was good at what. That's a fact. So you got to identify who's good at what. This guy might be the guy that need to take the meeting. That's you a might fact. be the guy that just need to stay in the studio, nigga. That's you a might fact. be the guy that just need to rap. You That's might be the guy that just need to be the engineer. That's a fact. Sometimes you run into people that they want all the credit, they want all the benefits, so yeah. they want to wear every hat, That's not knowing that you stopping the team from winning. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I think DOC was an ill writer. Just mm. the same way Dre wasn't a great rapper. He knew his bag was producing. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's so you got to understand that. Like Tank was a background singer. And he wrote he wrote a lot of people's favorite R&B records. Yeah. He's a he writer in the background. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So That's a fact. Shit, shout out to DOC because he had a nice little prize too. Erica Badu, baby. Word up, man. Oh Word up. But on that note, man, we're going to take it out of here, man. Shout out to everybody that checked in on Facebook, man. Shout out to everybody that checked in on YouTube, man. Shout out to everybody that listened live on Bars and Hoops Radio. Don't forget, man, every Friday, 8 to 10, no off-season speech on myself. Stills the great 3D and DJ J-O-J. And until next week, we are signing off. Peace. <laughs> Gucci. Rah. A lot of people checked in on YouTube. Oh, what?